Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fish on Ahita. And hello, I'm Brown Bar 10. And this is PvP Corner, the PvP podcast that can fit under the Great League cap when coming from research. Brown Baller 10, hi, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. We were just recording a video for Devon Corp's new cup, which we will get to later on. With uh, We were doing that with Sosa Flow for his uh poker battle network one channel on youtube and then DeFi came and said fish not feeling well today can you find someone at short notice and i'm like hey i know someone at short notice <laughs> and that is you brown baller 10 i was like hey man what are you doing right now do you want to join me and you managed to pick up the you managed to answer the call yeah glad to be able to have the opportunity love i'm glad to be able to get into the podcast more it's definitely <laughs> something that uh I don't have necessarily the technical skills to do the uh, producing of the podcast, but uh-huh. I can sure talk. So, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that, that that definitely helps a lot there. So, uh, yeah. definitely excited to be here and love the opportunity and uh, hope to be back maybe in the future. Yeah, for sure. And for those who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about how you fit into the landscape of Pokemon Go PvP? Fantastic question. So, uh, I'm Brown Baller 10. I've been a day one Pokemon Go player uh so i actually got back into pokemon pvp during covid and then uh pick up streaming and then eventually really enjoyed uh playing the go battle league and just took it from there uh then i learned about sylph uh at the time and then started getting into that and then we had uh what was sylph factions and really helped me develop as a battler with my teammates uh and then we had now the play pokemon circuit uh which I was able to come in second last year in Toronto um, and qualify for Worlds and actually got to uh, hang out with you there in uh, mm-hmm. Yokohama, Japan. And now um, looking at 2024 and going forward, uh, it's a new year to, you know, really start, you know, to take advantage of a lot of opportunities, you know, with uh, Devon Corp now becoming a thing, you know, there's definitely, uh, you know, lots of opportunities for all of us to, you know, to start growing and, you know, make, create putting our own spin on things yeah uh pvp seems to be in a good place i think it does it really does it's very unique that you know we have you know a a lot of stuff coming up i mean gbl used to be it was kind of a cut and rinse repeat now we're having you know some very interesting matters like what is it next week we have open great league which we've had for a while but we also have hisui cup which uh i mean for me uh was Hisui is Gen Nine? Is that correct? I didn't play those main series games as much, but uh, well, Hisui is, I believe the. <laughs> I've never been much of a uh, a main series gamer. I believe Hisui is Gen Four, but in the past. 
So it's got like some other Pokemon that weren't around in Gen 4, so like some other versions uh-huh. of Pokemon, like the Hisuian Electrode, stuff like that, uh, but generally Gen 4. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but my first games were Emerald, or sorry, Gold and then Ruby Sapphire, those generations. Like those Pokemon, I know oh. inside and out. I know everything <laughs> about them. And then, you know, when we had these newer generations, I had to like learn them all. So it's definitely, uh-huh. you know, it's definitely it feels like it's refreshing to have these new mods come in the meta so you never played gen one? Oh, sorry gen, i mean well let me phrase that okay i did play gen one but i actually played gen one during gen three i didn't get my first gen one game sure until i was actually afterwards i actually got red but i didn't have a save on it so i never could play it oh really like yeah. just a like a corrupt cartridge yeah or? it was oh. a corrupt cartridge i got from a uh, gamestop at the time okay so well, secondhand ones, uh, they're hit or miss. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so it's interesting because, like, uh, so I, I did start with yellow version. Gold is easily my favorite, but um, I oh. did start with yellow. And because of that, I feel like, for me, the original 151 Pokemon are, like, the default. <laughs> and then anything else is just, like, an addition to that. I don't know how starting with gen 2 affects that like do you think that the original 250 are the default or do you think gen 1 is like an uh an addition and like the number 152 to 251 or something is like the the default i guess well i guess i did technically have a gen 1 game i actually had the the trading card game on game boy color that was my first one so that's how i got more into pokemon than anything and then that's how i kind of learned gen 1 so i kind of viewed him a little different way but okay Okay. Yeah, that's really cool. So let's let's get into it. Let's yeah. start with our GBL section. And okay. Baller, how have you been going in the open leagues era of the season? Um I've been getting hard counted a lot more than I'd like to. <laughs> um a lot more than I'd like to, but um Fantasy Cup was not kind to me. Uh that one I actually struggled. That's probably one of my worst matches I've had. Yeah. Uh, I just really struggled that one, but uh, Open Greatly came back. Uh, I ran a fun team that's very spicy. It's uh, Bastion, Shadow Vic, and Shadow Grottle. Uh I like it. It's I think it's really fun to run, especially when I get my Vic on a uh, water type. I kind of laugh. Um, it's a pretty toxic team to be honest, but uh, you know, <laughs> oh Bola, it's you know sometimes being toxic is it's actually kind of fun. We all know it is. Uh, I know yeah. it's not you're fun the trainer we complain about exactly <laughs> i mean like if we didn't have a trainer to complain about where would the fun be in that <laughs> so you're playing that in open great league at the moment right oh yeah bastion double razor leaf uh i actually switched it up to bastion vic and jellicent because i saw oh. a lot of annihilates and uh i kind of wanted to counter it so uh i did mm-hmm. and uh actually it seems working pretty well okay uh for me i have been running every team just all, all of the possible teams <laughs> and none of them are working i have dropped 400 points from peak so far yeah so running around 2300 just nothing seems to be like i've been running my glygars my skeledurges my whiskash my annihilates my polyraths my uh, i've tried everything but basket on double race life <laughs> I mean, sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures, and you know, sometimes it feels really good when you do it. Oh, see, I know the the only reason I'm so against the idea is because I know how I feel when I beat that team. 
And like I get such a sense of like, yeah, you take that. <laughs> like you tried to bully me, I'll bully you back. Um, so I, I, <laughs> I don't want to be the bully. <laughs> so, so sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's, it is enjoyable when you win with it though because it's like I face a lot of double wire teams. So like, oh yeah, that was <laughs> a rip. All right, so coming up, we have from January the 26th to February the 2nd, we have Open Great League is continuing, and we have Pursui Cup, where anything that was available in the game Pokemon Legends Arceus in that Pokedex is eligible. So the PP Poke top 10 are Mantine, Shadow and Regular Gligar, Shadow and Regular Bastidon, Lickitung, Shadow and Regular Whiskash, Umbreon, Shadow and Regular Machamp, Shadow of Bomber Snow, Cresselia, and Shadow and Regular War Rain. So, Baller, have you taken a look at this meta yet? Do you have any ideas for it, or do you plan to stick with Open Great League? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to try it. I mean, Umbreon looks safe. Umbreon looks very safe, which is... Yeah. I'm struck. I mean, the Machamp, that looks about it. I mean... The matchup with Cresselia would be pretty interesting. It's pretty in Umbreon's favor, though. I mean, yeah. like, I like the idea maybe of, like, Umbreon Bastion core, but, like, Bastion doesn't look as good, I think, as it's simming on here. It looks mm-hmm. like it's winning a lot of neutral matchups, but Gligar, Whiskash are probably going to be very strong. I mean, Mantine is going to be so fun to get Bastion on, uh, especially <laughs> if you're Bastion. Uh, so, I mean... Hydro Pump Mantine win. Uh I think we're more likely to get acrobatics, but it's hard to tell after the era ace changes in the wing attack buff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that makes Whiskatch a little bit harder to run. Licky looks safe as always. I think Licky Umbreon looks very strong. So, I mean, you just need an anti Machamp, which. So you could go Mantine. Mantine, but I think Crest might be the overall best lead there. I'd probably put there. Just put a bunch yeah. of bulk and then. It's hard to beat Bulk sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Crest would do slightly better into Bastiodon than Mantine would. Like, those yeah. Grass Knots can add up. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's not a winning matchup, but yeah. if you play it right, you can put yourself in a pretty decent spot. Yeah, yeah sure. actually, Actually, after looking at it, I mean, man, that's Shadow of a Champ. If you can avoid the Gligar and the Mantine, wow, you might be in a fantastic spot, personally. Yeah, Shadow Champ, Shadow Champ. Um, Shadow Champ looks, wow. That looks very strong, actually. Neutral or better against pretty much everything except the two that you mentioned. Uh, Mantine, Cresselia, and Gligar. Yeah. Are the the three you want to avoid. Yeah, which I mean... Oh, there's Golbat here as well. uh, Golbat, I think, is going to struggle a little bit. It's not really, like, beating anything very Mm -hmm. dominantly. I mean, Well, uh, if you've got... Uh, if you're running into Cresselia's running Grass Knot, Moonblast, and Psycho Cut, then mm-hmm. Golbat would do quite well into that. Then it's also countering the uh, the the Machamps. The Gligar I'd be very interested in because it's resisting the digs. No, yeah, it's resisting the digs. So yeah. it, you're forced, like, like against most flyers, you're forced to throw aerial aces against it. Oh, I see. Um, Shadow, Shadow Grottle is eligible for this. <laughs> oh, stop hello. It. Stop hello. It. Baller, put the Sims down. Hello. I like <laughs> this idea. Is there another Razor Leafer? 
that Obamasto can. I hope so. Learn Only one way to find out. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Huh. Uh, Leafeon, Torterra, Dartrix. All right, so we know what Ball is running for his team. Yeah, you're in Gligar with the <laughs> double, with the you, RPS. Yeah, you just have two RPS mons and you have Gligar. You can just win lead and then RPS in the back. All right, so after that, from February the 2nd to the 9th, we have Open Ultra League and the continuation of Hisui Cup. Let's run through the Open Ultra League top 10, which are Shadow and Regular, Red Steel, Giratine, ah, with the legs, XL, Polyrath, Shadow and Regular, Cresselia, Complete Form, Zygarde, Pidgeot, Mandibuzz, Verizian, Cobalion, and Regirock. Uh, DeFi, who wrote the notes here, has added in an extra Tapu Fini at number 11. Yeehaw. Tapu Fini is always good. I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite ones to run in the Ultra League for sure. I mean, there's a lot of good meta mods there. I mean, lots of bulk. Lots of play into even bad matchups. So, I mean, you can never go wrong with any of those mods, personally. Mm. It can be a little awkward to use. Like, it's, like, not not the best into Giratina. You have to land that Moonblast, and if you, yeah. like, if it gets shielded, then you're in trouble. Or if you try and bait and that doesn't get shielded, then you're in a lot of trouble against a Giratina. So, mm-hmm. a bit of an issue, especially the Origin form Giratina, the one that is the floating one. Right, yeah. I know I always struggle against Registeel. It's it's incredibly yeah. bulky. I just know uh, I don't have the Zygarde, but I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I am very bad at doing routes. Uh, yeah, because it's, uh, I find better things to do. Even though I walk the routes sometimes and I don't do them, but that's my own fault. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think you know Red Steel. You can never go wrong with there. Uh, I I had honestly what I think is not even on here that I had a lot of success with is actually Gliscor. Uh, okay. This course at number 25. Uh, I do not run Nice Ice. I actually like Arrow Ace on it. With uh, I honestly can justify running Sandtomb. It's not great, but it's not like. Not the it best. Does, it's, yeah. Earthquake is obviously better it, by far, but I definitely think it was very. I like running it in Ultra League personally. I have the Shadow, a very good one. It's uh, something I highly recommend. Yeah, I love that tip. And with that, we will move on to the next week, which is February 9th to 16th. That is Open Master League and the Evolution Cup. So Evolution Cup, we have had it before, and it is slightly different each time. It is only Pokemon that have evolved at least once and can evolve again will be eligible. So the Middle Child Cup. The big difference with, like, rankings aren't out for this one, but there is one difference I can think of between this and previous cups and that is the inclusion of primate now that primate has an evolution oh. mm, yeah because there was a lot of vigoroth around and a lot of dust clocks yeah. around so like night slash uh on that thing and like dragonair would have to worry about ice punch as well mm-hmm. yeah i that you bring up a fantastic point mm. uh that's that's definitely gonna put vigoroth in check um i think you know honestly I might be wrong here, but is charge a bug with Volt Switch now new to Evolution Cup, or was that around Ooh, last time? I don't think that was around last time, no. In um, my opinion, that might be the best mod. Except as long actually, as long as you don't really get doesn't love Dragonair, but I think yeah. X's are still neutral against it, if I remember correctly. It is. And so, it would have I mean, Crunch for Dusclops, which would make that a pretty okay matchup. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think you need Discharge. I mean, Discharge is not that grave a move. I mean, having the Crunch for Dusclops, I think, definitely can help. Um, it would mean that you would struggle a little more against Primeape because now you've got two resisted charge moves. But you resist all of its... You resist counter and you resist close combat. And Ice Punch and Night Slash, they do definitely hurt from a Primeape, but it's at least not super effective and not yeah. same attack type bonus either. So, I mean... You may be able to outbulk it. I think, I think Charge Bug, Dinair Core definitely can have Ooh. some very strong play. Charge Bug, Dinair Core. What would I break that with? I mean, Vig- Vigoroth has such nice neutral play into like even even the Primeape as well. Like the yeah, you you have play with the Vigoroth. So Vigoroth won't be too poorly affected, even though you've got the addition of the Charge Bug and the Primeape, which generally beat it. Like I still think Vigoroth will be mm-hmm. will be fine. <laughs> I do too. Will, yeah, it yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll maintain its position at the front of the meta. So that is GBL for the next few weeks. Let's move on. We've got the in-game events section, and this is a big one that I think dropped like this morning my time as of recording, and that is for Global Sino Tour. The major details of the event will be covered in the main show with Chris and Kyle, but the thing that we really focused in on, the thing that stood out so much to us is timed research that gives you Heatran, Origin Form Giratina, Cresselia, and Darkrai. And Brown Baller, why, why is that special, that they're coming in research? Uh, if they're coming research, that means they're level 15, which means they have a chance to be great league eligible. Crest, you don't have to get lucky on the ro- rolls. That one will always be great league eligible. Mm-hmm. Giratina Origin, you need a little bit luck in your side. Uh, Heatran, I'm not going to lie. I don't know about that one as much. That one looks like you may, at, let's see here, at 555, you are still, you can get to level 15. It's going to take a little bit more luck. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good. <laughs> but you know you never know it there's some metas that some mons can always surprise you uh for sure with buffed fire spin and exactly. the legacy magma storm and also dark can get to great league i know for a fact that dark will not be good in great league uh, <laughs> I, I i love dark it's such a great pokemon the design of it's so good it looks so good i wish it was mm-hmm. better but it's unfortunately not but uh mm-hmm. that's not gonna stop me from trying to get one in great league because uh oh wait no of actually course. you can't wait no you can't trade for dark cry it's a mythical i am uh, correct there. i apologize yes. uh, so, dark cannot be eligible for great league uh, so it does look like you can get the dark cry if you're lucky under the great league cap so i see here like the rank one is a 10, 13, 11 at level 14 and a half. Oh, hang on. No. So if I go to 15, oh, so maybe, yeah. maybe not. Um, yeah. if, we, if we go 10, 10, 10, oh, actually, no, you cannot. If only yeah. it came out at level 14. Yep. <laughs> maybe they'll bake it in the wild spawn. I hope they do because I really want to run Great League Dark Cry. Um, and I'll probably lose a lot with it. But those <laughs> wins that you get will be so rewarding. But the main one, right, the, the Cresselia and the, the Giratina. Like, yes. Cresselia is, like, it's ranked number 
two as a safe switch in Great League, I think. Let me. It's, oh, it's ranked number it is, two overall. Yeah, it as, is so bulky. Yeah. I mean, Number three is a safe switch. But yeah, and uh, I've simmed Origin Form Giratina against the meta, and it is a little bit below average. So it is 17 wins and 25 losses. It's losing to a lot of the stuff that you would expect it to lose to. Alolan Ninetales, Dugong, Sableye, Umbreon, Mandibuzz. It doesn't have anything to hit back against those things that would normally counter it. Yeah, I mean, it's got... A little bit less bulk than Kofagrigus, but I mean, maybe it's Dragon type and you can use to its advantage. Dragon Ghost is a fantastic typing. Mm-hmm. I think the altered form when that gets in Great League, that's a that's a that's a whole new ball. Game <laughs> that's a that. whole different kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, looking at the Great League meta, that has twenty five wins and seventeen losses. Yeah, no. that's gonna be that's gonna be good, and I think there's a reason they gave us Origin Form because that's altered form would be meta instantly. But it would just be like whether it's good or not, it would just be so cool to bring out an Origin yep. Form Giratina in your Great League battles. Yeah, I mean, I think there may be just I mean, it may be el- able to be eligible for more you know custom metas where dragons are eligible. Yes, um, it may struggle a little bit just not having. If dragons are eligible, they'll probably have dragon type damage doing damage to them. But I guess in the fantasy cup, I mean, I think it actually would have been pretty good because there was not very much dragon fast move pressure. So yeah. I mean, I loved would love to see that. Unfortunately, we have to wait till next fantasy cup. And being dragon ghost means that like uh, it it does really 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 well against registeel. Yes. So yeah, like thinking about that fantasy cup, like. Uh, what, what were the other big skills? So, uh, Ferrothorn, like it yep. would do great against Ferrothorn. It'd struggle a little bit against A Slash, but I mean, shields yeah. down. A Slash does not want to eat a Shadow Ball. No, uh, at all. 100%. The other event worth looking at is the Taken Treasure event, which is a rocket event. And, um, uh, Giovanni will be getting a new Shadow Legendary Pokemon for this event, and that is Shadow Kyogre. Are you much of a Master League player, Baller? Uh, yes, I actually played Master League for my faction, the Canadian Shield on. Uh, right. And so what do you think about the introduction of Shadow Kyogre into the meta? Well, I mean, I know what's going to happen. Uh, I, I'm i not going to get a good one, and I'm going to I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but, but what I can say is I'm incredibly excited for this. Uh, I actually did not do the Regigigas Shadow uh, that you uh-huh. had, because I was doubling down on this next one being good. And I was right. So yeah. I can't, I feel like I don't say that as often as I should, but I was actually, <laughs> I was actually right on this one. I thought it'd be actually Shadow Ho-Oh come out, but actually Shadow Ho-Oh be making its raid debut. I am going to be pushing very hard for these uh, Shadow Ho-Oh raids. This is actually very exciting. Uh, this, this rocket event is absolutely fantastic with, was it Varum also coming out as well? And yeah. Re- Rev Varum. I am not as familiar with those mons. Um, I know they came out in the newest, uh, what was it, Scarlet Violet. They have the Poison Steel typing, which makes them a very anti-fairy Pokemon, but very yeah, sure. weak to ground. So I'm very curious to how this plays. I've, I love motors. I love car engines, so I'm kind of excited for these Pokemon. I hope, I don't know if they'll be good or not, but uh, only one way to find out. It's not going to stop me from building it. Uh, <laughs> 
whether they're good or not. Very yeah. low stat product. Um, so, okay, so Varun will not get to 1,500 CP, okay. so it won't be usable. But Reverun, it does, and it will have a stat product at the Great League cap of 1,682. Ooh. Yeah, I'd be very curious to see what moves that it gets. I mean, I know that mm. just the, C- the, the CP it can get to is borderline master league but maybe it can have some play in the master league uh without legendaries that is master league premier uh, premier thank you thank you i wish i'd come back that is one of my favorite metas uh master league premier is so much fun so yeah definitely mm. being anti-fairy we've got what is it florges which is fantastic in master league yeah uh, i think toe kick as well i mean boy it's going to be do very well against Dragonite as well. It would. Um, well, and, and, like with it being as glassy as it is, maybe like Dragonite could overcome it with Dragon Claws. Like I know that uh, in Master League, the Dragonite Excadrill matchup is actually reasonably favorable for Dragonite because it can tank a Rock Slide where the Excadrill yep. can't tank a superpower. Yep. Yeah, it wins all evens. Uh, mm. But yeah, definitely. I'm excited for it. I, I love yeah. the Pokemon. It's definitely going to be something. I'm gonna. Be, it's gonna be cold out, and uh, I'm gonna have to bundle up for this event. <laughs> Put on a cloak and get out there. Yeah, a cloak because because people wear cloaks these days. I've been I've been reading Harry Potter. T <laughs> yeah, um, uh, also wants us to mention that Shadow Ho is going to be in Shadow Raids. Make sure you get one of those for Master League. The best Pokemon to catch in the field research lines are Sableye, Scrafty, the Paldean Wooper for a Clodsire, Crogunk for a Toxicroak, and you can also get Fast and Charge TMs. Got to gobble up them Charge TMs. Like, uh, right now I'm under 10. <laughs> under Whoa, 10 Charge TMs. Fa- fast TMs and Charge TMs and Reachers? That's... Well, I'm going to be grinding that. Very <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I mean, right. all these f- field research... There'll be a 10-10-10 floor the ability to get coughing as well for the xls for xl galarian wheezing oh yeah i i'm also xl wheezing as well i think that it's gonna eventually get a buff it's got a lot of coverage so i mean i'm looking forward to i'm building it um but i yeah i also build everything but (laughs) uh that's uh, galarian wheezing first that one's definitely a higher priority um sure that's definitely I think right now I'm target. I haven't got the IVs I'm looking for yet. Uh, I'm just looking for Lucky because it's really expensive. But um, also we have in there the Shadow Raids as well. Shadow Scyther, that's definitely worth raiding. Oh, yeah, the Shadow Sazor. Oh, Shadow Skarmory. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that's okay. Look at us getting all excited up in here. The one-star Shadow Raids, you got a Lolan Sandshrew. So That's Shadow Alolan fantastic. Sand Slash is, is pretty busted. I actually, I don't know if this would still apply. Basically, I, for a while, was running regular A-Slash in my play Pokemon team because it did so much better into Lantern, where the Shadow can't really comfortably tank a Surf. Like, it can tank mm-hmm. it, but then it can just get sparked down. Whereas the regular version, it'll still take two drill runs to KO the Lantern either way. But at least the uh, the regular can tank a surf comfortably. I uh, I like both, 
I yeah. honestly run the shadow more because I have better IVs on it. I have incredibly good uh, ranked Slones uh, and Slash, both Powder Snow and Shadow nice. Claw. It's I grind those alone Sandshrew grunts incredibly hard, and I actually was. I'll be honest, I was rewarded very well. Uh, so You're I'm good. pretty, I'm, I'm pretty happy for that grind reward. But also, we can have Murkrow be shiny, Pineco be shiny, and Scyther be shiny. Those are that's these are good shadow raids. To be honest, this is a fantastic event. I mean, I've never been big on the shiny hunt, so I'm, I'm gonna have to take your word for it. I do know the Pineco is. A nice one like i think i've gotten one of those yeah. in the past i don't i'm not good at grinding shinies but like when i get them i'm pretty I, i'm pretty excited i'll be real <laughs> it, it is nice it is nice looking down and seeing like oh yeah this one's a but different also, color also i think we forgot to mention though uh with those shadow ho-oh raids it'll also be shiny so shiny shadow ho -Oh, shiny shadow ho -Oh. that's actually that's 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 a flex weird. That is a huge flex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many people it will take to get that down. I mean, it's got double weakness to rock. So, I mean, those mega T-Tars and what's the other rock mega? It's mega Dancini. Dancini? Yes, thank you. I'm <laughs> very bad. I'm, I'm not good at names sometimes, but yeah. I don't know if that, how good that is in raids, but it's not going to stop me. Um <laughs> you've also got um, your uh, like rapiriels with rock wrecker exactly yeah so i mean this is a very i'm assuming it's an easier shadow raid just because of that double weakness yeah totally and that's it that's our event section so let's move on to our grassroots section and uh it's it's really nice having you here because <laughs> we don't normally have guests that play the grassroots solo format so it's exciting to get someone here who can speak with authority to the new Devon Cup that has been announced, which is the Sovereign Cup. The Sovereign Cup is a an interesting one where only electric, ice, fairy, normal, and psychic types are allowed. There are no steels, no grounds, no rocks, and no ghosts. They've all been banned, as well as no mega Pokemon, which is pretty standard. And then there's a bunch of species-specific bans. Greedent, Chargebug, Azumarill, Litleo, Miltank, Cresselia, Lickitung, Lantern, the Fridgebax line, the whole Fridgebax line, Bellabolt, Zangoose, Abomasnow, and Munchlax. In addition to that, and the thing that makes it particularly interesting is that there are moves that have been banned as well. So you're allowed to have Pokemon that know these moves, but you can't use them in your battles. And so they are Counter, Dynamic Punch, Double Kick, and Charm. Go. Yeah, I mean, this is... This is um. I don't think I've ever seen a meta like this before. I mean, this is, I think the meta team has outdone themselves this time. Uh, this is a fantastic meta. I know we got to try it out in our video of Sosa Flow. Definitely the normals were very strong. The Oinkalange was a very good pick. Dunsparce as well. There's a lot of good in this meta. Mm. Um, I think this meta is definitely, I'll say it's a more complex meta, which I personally think makes works very well at grassroots. You can have complex metas in open leagues. Sorry, in GBL, having you know complex metas, it's it's more of a simple game that I think it too much thinking goes but into that. This is you know you're taking time thinking mm -hmm. it out you, where you can have a very complex meta that's very well developed here. 
This is, in my opinion, this might be, ooh, top three matches we've ever had. Wow, that's a big yeah. call. The, like, it so, is. like, are you talking across all form, like uh, grassroots, GBL, play Pokemon? Like, yeah, top I three was, in any of those. Yeah, this was this is good. I wow. mean, there's very few times where I've ever actually like felt comfortable during the entire match. It's this is completely based on you know. I'll, like I just you're never uncomfortable swap oinkalong you're never uncomfortable mm-hmm. with dunsparce you're not in a bad spot you just got to figure out you know how to Energy avoid HP, getting basically exactly you know how much hp do you have on your mind and not running out of it um yeah that's the big thing <laughs> don't run out of health our number one tip yeah, is don't, <laughs> yeah, d- don't run out of health uh that's definitely the best advice i think they could ever have for pvp um it's actually high, the most important thing i think <laughs> i would say so yeah i agree good point um so yeah like those those normal types are all really safe because like all the good fighting uh damage has been removed however you in our practice battles you did find one interesting source of fighting damage and what was that oh that was victini with focus blast Oh, uh, I was just... actually thinking of something else. <laughs> I wasn't oh. thinking of the big team. Oh, Although, oh the big Scramble. team did actually close out a battle for me, but yeah, for, for yeah. you, sorry. Gramble with close combat, that was definitely, that was strong. The issue is, like, I feel like I had only three mons, and, like, there's four I wanted to bring, which, again, uh-huh. why I think this is one of the better metas. Like, I feel like there's metas you're like, okay, I see one mon I bring, maybe two, but four against a team, that's rare. That's mm-hmm. real rare. Yes, yeah. Because so, what did I have? I had um, uh, it was Oinkalone, Dunsparce, uh, a Lolan Radicate. I brought in. Yeah, and also, I did have Beware, but then we realized that uh, there's there's something broken about Beware at the moment, and you can't actually bring it into a PvP battle. So yeah. Uh, what else did I have? I had Shadow Celio. I had Vikavolt and what was my sixth <laughs> oh the galarian oh. slow bro yeah so i had triple normal in my squad yeah i know like every meta everyone will say there's rps this one really did not feel like there was any rps right. this this one this was like very clean matter this was yeah totally and the other thing you mentioned which is a really good point as well with uh normal types it, um not just defensively like the the only thing normal is weak to is counter or like fighting moves obviously but then offensively there are three things that resist normal type damage and they are ghost rock and steel all three of those types have been banned so there is literally no pokemon in the meta that will resist normal type damage so like tackle body slam on oink alone is just you cannot go wrong yeah and also shadows being unbanned that is one thing i also this is why i say it's top three meta i this I do not like it when shadows are banned because I find I don't typically build the shadow or the non-shadow and I don't typically build both. So like if I have the shadow build, I typically don't build the non-shadow. So like it it adds a ton of flexibility now to my Pokemon I can bring that I don't have to build, mm-hmm. which I really like for this one. So I mean, I, I, I'm excited. I mean, one thing with shadows though is, you know, if they're not eligible, you just purify them and you get a normal type move that's my favorite one in the game and that is return <laughs> yes i love i love running return um i don't care if it's actually good or not most of the time but um 
it's a funny meme when you land it, and uh, no mod will actually resist return in this meta. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah, and that's uh, the Alolan Raticate I brought. It does have return as well with exactly. Quick Attack as its fast move. So, well, what is it? It's 70 energy, isn't it? Uh, yes, 70 energy. Okay, so it'll take nine Quick Attacks to get to a return, which on a bulky Pokemon, like, you can handle that. Yeah, and honestly, like, double normal moveset isn't that bad, I think. Like, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, I know we mentioned earlier, but, like, I want to try out Buffalon, like, you can run mm-hmm. legitimately Stomp, Megahorn. Not, uh, you don't have to run Megahorn. Probably not the best. That's probably the worst moves to run. But Earthquake and Skull Bash are fantastic moves in this meta. I mean, it definitely could play a very similar role to Dunsparce. You know, it just felt normals were just good. Like, if you ran six normals on a team, you'd be fine, right? You'd be fine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other normals? You've got like uh, Pyro is another normal type. That's not a pure normal, though, so I don't know if it's actually as good. It's almost like the secondary mm-hmm. typing that goes with the normal may not maybe holding it back more than anything. Sure. I mean, sure. the only other ones that I really see are Light Noon. I don't know how well Shadow Claw is going to perform in this meta. I tried Mew with uh, Shadow Claw and actually found Steel Wing kind of performed a lot better. But... uh I'm curious how normal cast form will perform as well as tackle oh. and weather ball. Normal weather ball. Exactly. Well, you can also now add a uh, potentially a coverage move for it for hitting something for super effective. So you can actually kind of open up cast form now. I mean, there's so much now I feel is opened up. But there is a fighting move normal type mon that's not beware. That's pure normal that I know is probably not good. But again, <laughs> has never stopped me before. And actually, it was recently buffed. Do you happen to know what it is? Uh, is the move a fast move or a charge move? Charge move. It's a fighting charge move. Recently yes. buffed. Yes. Um, and it's a normal type. Yes, pure normal. Pure normal. Yes. Uh, it wouldn't be Zangoose. No, but that's banned. I don't think that was buffed. That is banned. You're right. So it, it was... Its buff was it was given the fighting move, or it already had the fighting move. It already had the, it. It already had this move set from like a long time ago, and just these moves have been slowly buffed. The moves themselves have been buffed, so it hasn't been given extra moves. Right. Uh, Explode. Ferret. Ah, ferret. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I was looking Ra- for it too, actually, because like I I saw mm-hmm. a Lolan Radicate down there, and like the the brick breaks would yeah. be double super effective like it's not a good move but like it's like comes out you, really fast and you have dig for the ground types yeah for the electric types electric so yeah. i mean i don't know if it'll be good i'm going to probably try and run it um but there's also another normal that's pure normal that i think um i don't know how i feel about uh, and that is chancy yeah <laughs> um yeah the uh the timeout strats we do have blissey that's getting its community day with wild charge so maybe a blissey chancy strat in the world oh, i don't know how i feel about that especially seeing how good uh oh come on basty double razor leafer it's fun <laughs> it's, it's fun also with you know no it felt like there really wasn't a ton of fast move damage but like porygon 2 might even have an opportunity to excel as well i mean it's definitely got play. So, I mean, I'm so curious. So, why Paragon 2? Uh, it's a little bit bulkier than uh, Z. Okay. And Tri-Attacks will be 
not resisted and you have a, the ability to add a nuke to it that i mean could be fantastically game so i mean it's just trying to figure out what makes the most sense electric since there's no grounds i'm assuming zap cannon try attack will pretty be unresisted for the most part are there any dragons around no they banned frigabacks and there's no fairy dragon latios there's fairies there's yeah fairies, there are fairies and interesting with like it's weak to shadow claw but yeah. we've established that shadow claw is probably not good, gonna be particularly good in this meta because of all the normal types so maybe you can you, you might even be able to go a whole tournament without seeing a shadow fast move a shadow claw or a lick or anything like that yeah yeah shadow claw in my opinion is the best fast move in the game counters also uh, it's an interchangeable counter but i mean shadow claw just didn't feel as good of how strong normals are and counter mm. being banned so i'm curious what the best fast move in this meta will become it may be tackle i think tackle yeah and like if 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 by some miracle beware becomes usable before the month starts where we've got like a, a week as of this recording but um uh that knows tackle as well it does i mean you or you can run as pre-evolution which is unbanned in stuffle that has to be level 50 xl right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, if, it's a, if, it, if it's a hundo it only has to be level 48 yeah oh, okay well go, well go for your life you heard it here first so I mean, if you if you really want to spend a bunch of dust, it honestly has a little bit better bulk than Beware. Oh, does it? But no one yeah. here is good moves, right? What's this move set? Tackle, stomp, superpower. Same, but Beware. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, wow. Double Beware strats if it's allowed. Oh, that would be wild. That would be yeah. You superpower and dunce fast, and then you uh, they're like, oh well, I survived, and I can just roll out this thing down how good am i looking and then bam out comes the stuffle <laughs> and you're like no yeah and also another mind, which we didn't mention that it has superpower as well as malamar uh neither of us brought that but i mean oh yeah yeah so one thing i don't like about malamar is it's very it's typing doesn't really give it many advantages it does resist psychic heavily but all their typings will either take neutral or give it super effective damage, which makes it very difficult to swap in. So if you can't swap it in without taking at least whatever the, the original move was intended to do, you aren't really giving an advantage, which I think maybe you put it more into lead, which was superpower. I guess that can work, especially with how strong it is. But it, I don't know if it's going to perform all the way. I mean... It'll be interesting to see. I don't think it's. I think a lot of people are going to try it, but there's obviously some other worse typings out there as well. It's 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 a shame because like I I like the thought of psychic and dark typing. Like it seems like it synergizes so well. It just neutralizes everything. Just kind of neutralizes a mm -hmm. weakness on the other side. But then, like you said, it just ends up being like, rather than being like better than the sum of its parts, it ends up just being like a well, it's 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 almost like. A normal type but with extra weaknesses it does yeah i think it definitely has some play but it's just trying to land those superpowers yeah. i mean maybe it can work because you can clear your diva fast and go into something safe like dunsparce or or Uncle so That's i a mean good point but then again you also could be throwing away your dunsparce or oinkalange early which could be you know the ace in your back pocket because i don't know if they necessarily need shield advantages realistically 
Well, I can I can definitely see a multiple chip and dip strat happening. Yeah. So like if you lead with the Malamar and then like build up six psycho cuts, throw a superpower, it only takes you like three more psycho cuts when it comes back in to get to another superpower. And then when that happens, yeah. you like if you've got Malamar, Oinkalone and Dunsparce, so you can like switch to the Dunsparce after your first one and then yeah. Uh, like throw another superpower and switch to the Oinkalone then. And like, you, you don't feel scared switching in. Like you're not worried about, you know, them happening to have the hard counter in the back because there are no hard counters. Yeah. There aren't. Yeah, there are not any hard counters. So, I mean, the maybe the best way to handle that would be, you know, to come in the mirror matchup and chip, whatever their lead is. Yeah. Because I'm assuming they'd have energy uh, in that matchup that the Malamar started with. Yeah, for sure. So that's interesting thoughts. Have a play with it. Unfortunately, the the fact that there are banned moves means that the PB Poke rankings aren't currently equipped to be able to show you the official rankings. So you'll have to go into the custom. If you are a PB Poke user, you'll have to go into the custom rankings and have a play around with it yourself. And that's what uh, that's what we did to come up with the picks that we have so far. In the meantime, we also have the Battle Frontier, which is starting this week. And you said you were the Master League specialist for your faction. Uh, well, I am one of many. We've multiple of them. I was your. Uh... Oh, you lucky duck! Yeah. So, are you familiar with Fragon Wagon? I am. Yes, he's been on the pod actually. Yeah, so uh, he was the original uh, Master League specialist, and then uh, he had left, and then I applied for the spot and took it over and then i basically started playing every meta since if you can play master league you could probably you probably have the mods for every meta since i build everything whether <laughs> it's good or not um yeah. and one of our teammates want to try it and uh they won like every single week so it's like i mean if someone's winning every week it's very hard you know to say you know they take the spot but i mean right it's definitely we're a great team and we get along so well um definitely i'm excited to get get back into the team tournament because how long have we been out of it oh um when when did factions shut down it was like august or something like just before yeah. worlds i think right i yeah i mean i i know the first one we did have like a original barrel frontier but that was more exhibition it felt like yeah and there was only like how many teams yeah only 40 this one yeah. feels like it's starting to get what battle frontier or what factions left off as i mean yeah for me honestly it was pretty it was pretty crushing to have factions go away i i loved factions um it was definitely finding the you know the motivation you know to really you know grind i thought it was a little bit harder since i feel like there's no real i lost a lot of end goal it felt like but with yep. battle frontier coming back i feel like definitely you know motivating me back to you know grind as hard as i used to yeah for sure and uh, i i know that you're not alone like factions was the was was the darling of grassroots pvp like uh, we we yeah. did kind of mention it as Sylph was shutting down like the the solo competition was losing was, was like hemorrhaging players uh, a lot of people seemed to be losing interest in the solo competition but the the idea of being part of a team and the fact that that offered a style of play that you just could not get anywhere else. I think that was really connecting with people and the thing was growing so, so fast. And you can tell by the fact that, you know, someone comes up with a viable 
team-based competition in the wake of Sylph, and it goes from having 40 teams in its first season to 250 or so in its second yeah. season. So, yeah, like, especially, yeah, especially without yeah. factions. I never would have made it the Worlds, personally. I mean, my faction right. helped me improve as a battler, as well as, I mean, I don't know if I went to Toronto. I mean, I was on the Canadian Shield on, so, I mean, they're all from Canada, and I'm from the States, so, like, it gave me more motivation to go to Toronto, and I'm like, well, I drove six hours to go to Toronto. I'm going to try and win. Yeah. And I I, I qualified for Worlds, so I was, I was pretty happy about that. I mean, that definitely... Sure. You know, have, And also having my teammates there, like, it was just... It just relieved a lot of stress from a very stressful tournament. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, and, and just having those personal connections, that's kind of yeah. what what gives the community its strength, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. So uh, do you want to share a bit of your team that you're going to be running in this first uh, in this first bout? Well, right now trying to figure out the metas. Uh, I think I am in Serene. Okay. I know I'm trying to not leak too much of what I'm bringing, <laughs> but... Uh, Who's your opponents? I don't remember. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know defense form Deoxys looks incredibly strong. With that as well, um, I think Oinkalonge looks very interesting. I believe it beats Defense Deoxys in the twos, if I remember correctly. Ooh, wow. So, I mean, that's going to be interesting. Maybe I have a chance to run Volt Switch Mew. I think Volt Switch Mew looks kind of good. Achu also looks really good in this meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried Trailblaze on it in, what was it? The, the uh, it, You tried it in our practice battles for Sovereign Cup. Sovereign Cup, yeah. I, was, I, I said Serene, and I was thinking Sovereign. Like, <laughs> both start with S. Yeah, the uh, Sovereign Cup. Trailblaze didn't feel as good there. I think it'll have more play in this uh, upcoming meta in Serene. And also maybe a few uh, surprise picks. But I can definitely say that, it, upon first looks, there really isn't much grass moves in the <laughs> game. I see Farfetch'd does have one. Um, I have the XLs. I have, don't have the Hondo. I have a good one though. Uh, I could build it. Uh, I just don't know how good it'll be. But uh, there's definitely a lot I think can have some nice play here. It feels like yeah. a very open meta. So for me, I have been put in the primordial domain for my team, and I don't mind sharing mine. Like, uh, <laughs> well, our, our opponents probably listen to this, but I'm, I'm okay with that. We'll probably, I think the bout will have already started by the time this comes. So this comes out, like, on the weekend. Okay. So the the bout's probably going to be just about over by then anyway. So the team that I have currently registered is Galissapod with Fury Cutter, X-Scissor, and Liquidation. Milotic, Dedene, Aurorus, Flygon and Sudowoodo. Hmm. So Flygon was like, I had a practice bout with another team and I did get the 2-1, but I did struggle a lot against a Charger Bug with energy. So I took Credilly out of my team and replaced it with Flygon, which will be really, really good against certain things like uh, Sudowoodo, like Charger Bug. Like uh, like an opposing to Dene, uh, going to be interesting against Aurorus because like Powders Nose and Weather Balls will absolutely uh, yeah. capitulate that thing. But if you land the Scorching Sands, that can flip things. So yeah, one thing I noticed is 
uh, Sudowoodo is going to be incredibly centric in this meta. Yeah. Um, the real question is, will your opponent have rock throw or counter? I think is going to be a big thing. And uh, one thing I saw is the deal with that is the Flygon. I think that's definitely going to be nice. You don't want to get on the ice types. Uh, the uh, Aurora's versus Flygon matchup is uh, not great, um, <laughs> to say the least. But, uh, you know, if you can get energy and get a stance, that thing's going to hurt. Also, you could have Stone Edge on it to surprise a Togetic. Uh, I was running uh, Togetic in uh, what's the Fancy Cup. I was running Fairy Wind, but I think in this meta, you want Steel Wing, actually. It, that's what PV Poke recommends, yeah. And I'll be honest, Steel Wing Togetic actually has a lot of play into my team. So I think that Stone Edge is actually a really good suggestion. That'll give me a bit extra against the, the Togetic. Yeah, I think... To- I mean, I have one without it do i elite tm it we will find out uh, <laughs> when i put in that situation but uh, uh i'll probably do it <laughs> yeah i only have one togetic built and it's got fairy wind so i don't want to be in a situation where i elite tm to steel wing and then later on there's a meta that i want to use togetic and it's better with fairy wind and i've got to like un tm it again like i don't want to put a legacy move on it and then take it off later that would feel bad I actually have two, and I couldn't decide which one I wanted to build, so this actually makes it easier, because <laughs> this one's shiny that I didn't build, Ooh, so nice. uh, this might be one of my very few shinies I have built. I don't typically build shinies, because mine always turn out very bad, <laughs> but hopefully this one turns out good. Well, good luck in your first bout. Thank you, thank you. What uh, what uh, tier were you putting? Were you, uh, like, uh, I think... Third tier, I think? Third tier, yeah, okay, and there's pools within the tier, is that right? Ah, oh, that's a great question. I know, right? It's so hard to follow because <laughs> it's like uh, the the admins are working so hard to get everything ready yeah. for this bout, and there's just so many updates coming in, and it's so hard to follow sometimes. That, that's that's why I'm a uh, what's it called a, a member and not the captain. So that yeah, way I, I just get told what I need to do, and. Uh, I was originally asked to be captain of my team and I and I accepted but then I eventually realized I'm I'm not going to be able to do my team justice so I actually uh, I want to give a shout out to I don't know if she listens to the podcast actually but uh, Athena 1993 I asked her to be the captain because she was the captain of uh, one of our pallet town factions when when factions was up and she does such a good job she's she's so good at at, at all the admin stuff and then just getting a lot out of her team. So and like, she's a really good leader. So I want to give her a shout out for that. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm excited to get back in the competitive play now. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully that will motivate me a little bit more for the play Pokemon stuff. I know I've been taking a big break off of the play Pokemon uh, circuit here recently, uh, but I mean, I'm ready to get back into things. Uh, I know we had, uh, what was it? Charlotte last week and mm-hmm. uh, Knoxville in two weeks or is it next week well actually that's a perfect segue we've got our play pokemon section up next uh we will talk about what is coming up first though we do have to recap charlotte now did you get to see any of charlotte uh not as much as i wanted to uh i missed day one uh because i was at a friend's uh engagement party uh so i kind of had to go to that uh it was a fantastic time uh but then day two, uh, I was a little bit tired because we were up very late that night. So I did get to see just the end. But I do know uh, uh, definitely a 
great tournament. We had top 16, didn't we? Uh, was it a top 16 going into today? Because, like, I I have to admit, like, I, I didn't see the thing too. Which is so... I feel so bad saying that. Especially when, like, the other person hasn't seen it as well. Um, it for, I have the excuse of it started at, like, quarter past one in the morning my time and finished at, like, 9 a.m. So, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no way I was going to get to see any of that. But... I did wake up to a whole bunch of notifications congratulating Lyle Jeffs yes. the third from Canada for his first regional win. He's come, uh, he's he's been coming top cut in so many regionals lately. He's finally got a win with a team of Azumarill, Chargebug, Shadowglygar, Lickitung, Vigoroth, and Whiskash. Yeah, I'm so glad Lyle was able to win. I'm a Lyle's a great friend of mine. Lyle is a fantastic person. Um, mm-hmm. uh, during Pittsburgh, uh, we hung out quite a bit. Also during Worlds and uh, during Toronto as well. Fantastic guy. Can't say enough about nice things about him. Mm-hmm. Actually, you do some segments of Lyle, don't you? Yeah, we get him on for the breakdowns of GBL metas and like grassroots metas uh, whenever they happen. So him and I have worked together quite a lot. He does help out in... Uh, the Palatown server a, a fair bit and he is just he's so knowledgeable and so giving of his knowledge as well he's yes. like always spending so much time giving advice to other players yes one of the most outstanding members of our community very glad to see uh the reward and looking forward to seeing him at worlds uh he's gonna he's gonna be on a tear i'd love to see him get that travel award as well i think very deserving mm-hmm. and very very skilled I'm particularly looking at like this team is, I think, very very good. The um, I'm looking at uh, Lickitung and Azumarill make a fantastic core together. Also, Lickitung and Shadow Gligar make a fantastic core together. Yep. So, like those three are so wonderfully interchangeable. Then you've got the Vigoroth, which is just really safe and ha- applies bench pressure against the Lickitungs that are everywhere. I did see yep. that Lickitung was the most common Pokemon for day two. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I've, I mean, Lickitung is, is broken. It's, mm-hmm. it, in my opinion, I will always yell at Nerf Lickitung because I mm-hmm. lose to it all the time. And whenever I lose to a Pokemon, I will say Nerf it because um, I lost to it. And the only way <laughs> that would have won is if they would have nerfed it. And um, unfortunately, I, I mean, I'd, I'm yelling it about every Pokemon. So. My, I might be crying wolf a little bit, but um, yeah, Lickitung is just incredibly strong. It No matter how much you try and get that thing to go down, it gets a body slam off with just a <laughs> sliver of health every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. Uh, exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's definitely... It's just such a safe bond, especially with the Annihilate matchup. Like, now, I don't know how... I know only one Annihilate made day two. I don't, I don't, not for too sure about how much usage it got outside of that. But I mean, it's not that bad of a matchup into Annihilate. It's both want to stay in that matchup. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely. I, I'm looking forward to more Lickitung counters. I, yeah. I look forward to them. <laughs> I, uh, so here's something that I'm currently looking at. And. Like regular listeners of the show will be aware that I'm just always, always trying to find something that's like a unique pick. My, my, uh, 
um, Cindy moment of, you know, bringing something that no one else considered. Um, and suddenly everyone's like, oh, hey, this is actually like really good in the meta. Uh, at the moment, I'm thinking Bubble Jellicent might be the way to go. <sighs> I like Hex, though, personally. Look, I think Bubble is needed for the Lickitungs because if you've got a bit of an energy lead and if your opponent throws straight Power Whip, then you can flip switch advantage with bubble, which you can't do with hex. So that's like the biggest reason. And then like bubble's also better against uh, the Shadow Gligar, also the Vigoroth, uh, which if your opponent's bringing that as well. Right. I mean, it definitely struggles in some matchups, but I mean, I think like you give up a zoom. I think it makes a zoomer a lot harder, especially to farm down. I mean, ghost in general is a fantastic typing. Water is a great defensive typing. Ghost is a great offensive typing. That's kind of why I do prefer Hex over Bubble uh, in most cases. Um, I think it's definitely Jellicent. I switched to Jellicent on my Go Battle team, and I noticed my win percentages start going up. Hey, um, right. um, I think that definitely has something to do with it, but I'm on the Hex train personally. Yeah, for, for me, like, um, I'm, I've just looked up the matchup against Azumarill, it still wins everything but the zero twos, and mm-hmm. even then it's a close lot. So I'm I'm pretty comfortable with Azumarill. The thing that I'd be worried about most running Bubble instead of Hex is Cresselia, because suddenly that becomes yeah. a lot, a lot um, like those Grass Knots come thick and fast. It comes faster than the Shadow Balls can, and and so they they just outpace you and and beat you there. I mean, I think both. Either way, I mean they're both usable moves and i don't think you're ever gonna go wrong with either one i think it just all comes down to personal play style and team composition also i mean hex doesn't do as much damage as bubble but you know is the one energy gen difference between Mm -hmm. the two significant enough for your team i think that sometimes is for the user to decide i mean it's you know five 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 for each shadow ball but a five five four cycle that's kind of the cycle I prefer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like uh, the synergy between Shadow Ball and Surf when you're running Hex is a lot nicer. Like once you throw... So it takes four Hexes to get to a Surf and five to get to a Shadow Ball, but it only takes eight mm-hmm. to get to a Surf and a Shadow Ball because of the extra damage... Uh, sorry, because of the yeah. extra energy that you get after throwing one of those moves. So like that yeah. it makes for really nice. Energy. And then like... Uh, throwing back-to-back surfs as well. It's four to get to the first surf, but then three to get to the second and third. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, but that that's the like that's 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 me helping you along with your your case for hex. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say, in my opinion, I mean, the biggest uh, core breaker right now. I mean, could it be annihilate? <sighs> um. Okay. So looking at Lyle Jeff's team. It would definitely be good. Uh, like it, it absolutely beats the claws off of Vigoroth, so that's right. not an issue. It would struggle against the Azumarill quite a lot. Yeah. It would, I think, not do that well against the Charger Bug. And I've had a few Whiskash Annihilate run-ins, and generally, I think it does favor Whiskash. The fact that it takes eight counters to get to a shadow ball like that's that's 16 turns that's a lot in this day and age 
in yeah. in the current climate that we're in in great league like right. 16 turns to get to a to the nuke move is is a bit rough yeah i mean yeah definitely there's just feels like a lot of playable pokemon right now it's just you know for sure where do you want to go and who do you need to target the most so, i mean yeah it's very i think charge bug i know it's been talked about a lot so it's like that one's definitely a different one to handle. I know. I think you've seen because of that a lot of Gligar has come out. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of what I'm seeing in future regionals is I think you'll see some copycat teams and you yeah. got to find what, what the counter is to that copycat team as well as what the counter is to the copycat, the counter <laughs> to the counter of the copycat. Team. Yeah, for sure. Are you planning on going to another regional this season? Uh, I might go to Knoxville. Um, I know Mason uh, called me the other day about this going is to Magic Knoxville. Mason. Yeah, I was like, I'll think about it. Um, <laughs> I haven't decided yet. It's coming up a lot sooner than I, I. I didn't realize it was this close. I thought I had like way more time than what I did. Um, uh huh. I'm yeah. It sneaks up on you. It does, but it's gonna be a game time decision. Uh, he'll, he'll, we'll t- I'll be texting with him. <laughs> so you're gonna decide just like. Just before the weekend. Like, yeah, all right, I'll come. Yeah, probably. That's funny. So, all right, what better way to bring this up? We've got this weekend is Liverpool um, happening. Yeah, yeah, this weekend. And that is, that, they've got so many players. Like, last I checked, it was in the 160s, 170s, I think. Uh, so that is going to be absolutely stacked. Then we've got the aforementioned Knoxville happening February 2nd to 4th. It's going to be a bit of a quiet one. Um, so definitely see Brown Baller there. <laughs> we, we will see. It's definitely a little bit of a longer drive for me than I'd like. I think it's like a seven-hour drive, which uh, I feel like I'm getting old now. Like, <laughs> I, I want to fly there, but like it's not faster to fly there. So it's like it's not Isn't a win-win. It? There's no direct to Knoxville. And uh, I, have to dr- I have to drive an hour to the airport. So by the time yeah, that's not everything's cool. done, it's like I haven't really saved any time. And I've spent probably more yeah, money. That's fair. And uh, I sat around in the airport more, which I guess is... Um, I don't know if that's more fun, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no. If you can if you can like carpool with, with Mason, maybe. I, I, he said he'd drive this time. I'm, if he does, I'm sleeping in the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I, I think Liverpool's going to be exciting. I mean, Europeans, they, they have definitely a high turnout always. And I'm assuming, from what I know about Liverpool, uh, it's pretty easy to get to. I wanted to go to Liverpool, but I'm going to go to one of the European ones next year. I've got that on okay. my list. I, I, I like That's a destination to go to. That'd I mean, be so cool. It would be. I mean, I always wanted to go to Europe. I always wanted to go to Japan. So I got that one. So I guess let's go to the other, uh, <laughs> across the other pond. And uh, I'd like, I just want to try EUIC. That's kind of my main goal. I think I, I just love the UIC, the IC uh, environment. It's just a different environment. I love being able to interact with people that I really don't get to see that much. Um, maybe I might come to also one of the o- OCIC events as well. Uh, I mean, if 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 you can find one, <laughs> like we we just uh, it's been a thing we've been talking about on the podcast the last couple of weeks, and it's uh, been like a lot of the Australians have been talking about it on Twitter. How there's just so little for us here. We've got three regionals. We've got no IC. 
We've got uh-huh. three regionals. Uh, one in one that's already happened in Brisbane. One that's happening uh, on the same weekend Knoxville is in Melbourne, and then one happening in I think it's early April in Perth, which will be tiny, tiny, tiny. I I still like. I feel like I want to make the trip for Windows. I definitely would love to go to Australia. Uh, it is beautiful. It, I know it is. It's definitely. It's a place I need to go. Um, yeah, man. I, you, you, we'll welcome you with open arms. Yeah, my boss uh, has been there before, and he tells me all these fantastic stories about it. He got a flight a little bit more luxury than um, <laughs> I would be flying. Uh, he had like sure. his whole like uh, his own room and everything. I don't think I would get that kind of luxury, but uh, I'll take the fun flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You're, you're sleeping in like a a sixteen bed hostel dorm or <laughs> something. Yeah. I have done that. I So I had to spend one night in Sydney one time, and mm-hmm. it was just like an in and out thing. I was actually, there was a time where I was like starting to pursue acting a little bit. And mm-hmm. so I flew to Sydney for this audition that was going to be for like a, a kid's theater production. And I thought because I was just going to be there one night, I just wanted to go as cheap and dirty as possible. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I found a dorm in a hostel, which was 25 bucks for the night. This is 25 Australian, so probably like yeah. 18 US or something like that. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, was it overpriced. <laughs> like, Overpri- <laughs> like I would not have paid 25 bucks for that. Uh, like, so it was in the middle of Chinatown. Okay. So uh, we were getting a lot of, it was like very humid and sticky. Like we were just above all the restaurants as well. So we were getting all the like fumes from there, mm-hmm. from the ovens and stuff. Uh, 16 beds in the dorm. My mattress was, I think, I think just springs. Like it was just all, a whole bunch of springs, like rubber banded together. Cause like you sat on the thing and it would just go. Aah! And then every time you moved, you, you just couldn't move without, uh, without an enormous creaking sound which was terrible when you were trying to sleep overnight and there are other people trying to sleep in the in the beds next to you. There was a, a man in the bunk next to me who was snoring like a freight train. And not only did that, you know, keep us awake, but it would also terrify us because occasionally, okay, he would be like snoring, 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 and then just stop. The sound would stop for like, 15 20 seconds and we'd be like is he is he dead <laughs> like did he did he did he choke on his tongue or something and and then like the snoring would start back up again and we'd kind of be like at once relieved and frustrated uh i am a i, I am a very bad snorer oh you are too um, um oh, man that must suck like does it does it affect your like how alert you are the next day no, I fall asleep. I can fall asleep anywhere. But, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've fallen asleep on tile floors before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Without, without, actually, on during GoFest, I fell asleep on the floor without any blankets or pillows. Wow. <laughs> like, just, like, outside in public or, like? In the, in the, in the, in the Airbnb. In the Airbnb. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was on the floor. I fell asleep around the floor. That's funny. So you just, like, couldn't make it to the bed? Well, we were, I was laying on the floor because that's where I can stretch out and like like lay down and stuff, and like I just put my head down and I just fell asleep. <laughs> that's funny. Were you staying with anyone? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was staying for a few people from uh, the underground. Oh, cool, cool. 
And so none of them like tried to wake you up. Oh, I, I mean, I also, so I, when I went to GoFest, I literally came off a flight from Japan Yeah. and like did laundry and then went immediately to GoFest. Yeah. So yep. I was uh, a little bit jet lagged. Uh, I'm assuming oh, you were okay. a lot less, I bet you were a lot, you were probably less jet lagged. For me, it was absolutely fine. There's only a half hour difference between us and Japan. Uh, half an hour. Yeah. Half an hour between us and Japan. So yeah, like absolutely fine. For, and like everyone was talking about the heat, the sweltering heat. I was okay with that too. Like I'm pretty used to it being that hot. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was actually pretty hot there. That one I noticed. Um. <laughs> so let's reel it back on track. We have Knoxville February 2nd to 4th. On the same weekend, we have Melbourne February 3rd and 4th. Uh, Brown Baller might come to that one instead of Knoxville. We'll see. We have Dortmund on February 10th to 11th, 55 registered for that. Utrecht, the special event there is happening on March 2nd to 3rd and currently 173 registered for that. So We'll probably even beat Liverpool with that one, which is wild to me. And then Vancouver is happening from March 22nd to 24th. Registration for that opens January 24th. And with that, let's move on to the mailbag. We're just going to read one mail this week. We do like to save the, the letters generally for when DeFi and I are both here. But we do want to get Brown Baller's opinion on this one question, and that is from Arkham Patient who sent this in on January 13th. Arkham says, Hello, fish on a heater, and I've crossed out DeFi250 and written brown baller there. For your Ultra League segment, I'm hoping for some recommendations to fill out my Ultra League team. My lead is an Umbreon with Snarl, Last Resort, and Foul Play. Next is my Armored Mewtwo with Confusion, Strike, and Dynamic Punch, which is typically a closer. I'm not happy with my third team member and was wondering if you could give me any team building recommendations. Thanks for the informative content. As always, Arkham Patient. So what I'm seeing here is I I love Umbreon. I absolutely love Umbreon. Um, it's one of my favorite Pokemons to run. It's just very, very strong. And it makes a lot of sense in lead. You can, you know, really, you don't have to shield. You can stay, it's a, it has a significant amount of neutral matchups. The big thing that I definitely fear with it is counter and fairies, which I think, you know, Army 2, I mean, it doesn't, Army 2 doesn't do like, horrible into either of those it doesn't it's not like you know a true counter to them so it's a very nice combination so really i'd say the biggest issue i'd say is scrafty and probably registeel so like that's the biggest thing is trying to find something that can hit both of those two so a counter Mm -hmm. user is nice but the issue is you do kind of double up a weakness against the fairy typing so trying to find that may be a little bit difficult. Cobalion? I could see Cobalion working, yeah. That definitely could work. Maybe your own Registeel? Yeah, but I think you become... Scrafty being aggressive as shields could be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Cobalion, while it's not as great, may be able to do some more. I think Verizian probably would be also a big issue there as well uh jellicent then you're kind of double weak to dark in the back and you, your yeah. third's neutral against dark so uh maybe not that uh what else do we have your own fairy type i mean yeah fairy like but that's not really strong to register i think it's goodbye i mean it says polyrath registeel i just don't like how registeel plays there i think um i think yeah Cabalion still would be my pick 
I mean, it's just a good, reliable mon. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Scrafty leads probably are the worst to see. But if you can find a way to try and, you know, get Scrafty shields down, you two may not be as easy of a safe swap there, which makes it closer make sense. So trying to pull shields and go into that scenario with a dynamic punch landing can definitely be something Scrafty doesn't love to eat. While you do resist the counters and they resist your confusions, it's still a neutralish matchup. Mm. So, I mean, Kobayan, I think definitely would be my recommendation. So, let's throw this one at you. Say, you, you said you loved Umbreon. Say we didn't have the Mewtwo there. Uh-huh. What would you put with the Umbreon? Great question. Poisons typically parry very well with it. Um, you still do have that uh, Registeel weakness with what I'm probably going to suggest, but XLs excel in Ultra League, so whenever you can put an XL on a team, it always benefits. I love Circularian Weezing. I would put Tentacruel. I love. Oh Tentacruel. yeah, yeah. I love Tentacruel. It's so good. Now, whether you want to run Skull Blizzard, Acid Spray, or Sludge Bomb, you can't go wrong with all three. You don't maybe need the blizzard as much um because you got umbreon so that giratina coverage isn't as necessary but i think umbreon tentacruel i know army mewtwo can sometimes be a little bit difficult to build around just because it does have a little bit of it's not as fast as other mm. it's definitely very strong i really like it it's like very uh defensively weighted so it can yeah. certainly take a punch it's got really interesting moves uh, but yeah, I think it struggles with the prevalence of things like Giratina. But then that's why you've got uh, Umbreon on the team. So it kind of makes sense yeah. from that perspective. Right. I mean, you're still hitting it for neutral side strike. Side strike's an amazing move. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And one thing I'll also point out is that you've got uh, two charge moves on each of your Pokemon, which is like we, we bring it up every now and then. That's like an absolute must. Like it, it it's so much harder to make a pokemon work if you don't have an extra move for coverage and to be able to increase the pokemon's skill set and the tools that you can utilize with that so well done for that yeah like interesting start to the team and hopefully the cabalion works out for you you are still double weak to counter though with cabalion you are but i guess umbreon does decent to the counter users I mean, I guess Machamp can be a problem, but I mean, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things. So, I mean, see how it goes. We can workshop it from there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I always love Tentacruel. I always love Tentacruel. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I think you could even justify Umbreon with Tentacruel and Mewtwo. I mean, it's just that yeah. good. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, you'll lose when you, when you encounter Redisteel, but hey, like, everything's weak to something, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not, but you're not that weak to Registeel. I mean, like, Registeel, you chip it with Snarl, with, with uh, Foul Play. Obviously, you don't like eating Focus Blast, but you're so tanky. Yeah. You can tank it. You have Dynamic Punch on Armored Mewtwo. So, I mean, if you're able to set yourself up, you can, you know, get in the better spot. Technicruel will probably be the worst matchup. Zap Cannon hurts. That's the most unfortunate thing. And, um, but if you get a Skull debuff, I, I love Tentacruel. It's, in my opinion, it's definitely a play. 
Yeah. Okay. So thanks, Ark and Patient, for writing in. Of course, you can write in yourself with the details that we will give you at the end of the podcast. In the meantime, let's talk about some achievements. We like to celebrate the achievements of members of the Palatown community, which I help run, and the GoCast Discord server. So on Palatown, we have Meeksy Slaw, who has hit Legend for the first time. We have ZT Smith, who's hit number 89 on the leaderboard and OG Blairstoys has hit expert the fastest that they have ever done so. And on the GoCast server, we have Tuberboy50 who has hit veteran. Well done to all those trainers. Moving along to the shameless plugs, Brown Baller, do you have anything to plug? Any socials or any projects coming up? Oh, I have my uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash brownballer10. If you guys hit a follow there, definitely would love that. Appreciate that much. Uh, also my Twitter uh, twitch.tv uh, twit or uh, brown baller 10 underscore uh <laughs> where i i like to just be me um i will do random stuff you know try and be as entertaining as possible i have done cooking videos i'm actually going to do some more uh maybe actually make some youtube cooking videos and see how those go but uh like we made a video of you know how to make a salad it's really easy uh you buy <laughs> you buy a bag of salad you open it up and you pour it on the um, the plate and you've got salad. <laughs> that's that's a great cooking video. Follow it up. <laughs> like people love it. It's it's it's, it's 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 entertaining. You know, I try to be entertaining. Like, is it super important for making a salad? No. <laughs> but like, you know, when you hear something like this, it's like, okay, you have my attention. So yeah, I do like. It's like the most obvious stuff that I try and do. And like, I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, I just try and like, if people like it, it's, you know, a nice comedic relief. Um, yeah. Maybe you actually might do some more serious stuff that I have. I bought an air fryer recently, so i uh, going to play with that. And uh, uh, maybe some new toys as well. I know I watched on a, a video uh, about how to disinfect lettuce. <laughs> I will tell you that you can, in fact, disinfect lettuce with a blowtorch. <laughs> so check out brown baller 10 if you want some of that quality content that does sound actually genuinely amazing <laughs> it does like who doesn't want to watch someone play for blowtorch <laughs> uh, for me i don't think i have much to plug we do need to uh do our breakdowns uh, like myself and lyle jeffs need to do our breakdown of the Hsui uh, cup coming up and also the new sovereign cup that is starting at the beginning of February. And with that, we love hearing from you. If you have any questions or suggestions for myself or DeFi when she is back, you can direct that feedback to pvpcorner at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us voicemail or physical mail to the GoCast PO box. Take a look at the show description for the phone number and the PO box address. In the show description, you can also click on more fish and more DeFi to take you to our other projects and ways to contact us. And we will also grab those links from Brown Baller if you want to pursue that as well. Also, don't forget, have a listen to the other two shows in this podcast feed, the main GoCast podcast for all the news tips and community you need in the world of Pokemon Go and the newest addition to the family, Starpiece, where Chris and Lachlan recently interviewed Ian Waterfall from the Incense podcast. And we will see you next week. And actually, one more thing, Fish. Oh, so Yes. So here's just one thing on podcasts that I always like to ask everybody. Do you believe in ghosts? What? Where, where does that question come from first? 
<laughs> it comes from one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the Tosh Cast, uh, which is uh, Daniel Tosh. Uh, he's a comedian, uh, and he asks okay. this to all of his questions, his people. Uh, it also is real hilarious. He'll actually give all the people that he interviews something random from his house. Just like <laughs> he gave so uh, his his one friend a bunch of sweaters from his house that didn't fit him. Right. Okay. Uh, I don't have any sweaters for you. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> um, and so, so like this, this ghost question is one that he asks every week, or is this like every he asks every week? week every yeah, week okay. he asks them, "Do they believe in ghosts?" Okay, so I'm gonna say I'm ghost agnostic. Okay, so I'm I'm skeptical whenever anyone uh, brings up uh, their their ghost story of oh this time this one time I actually saw a real legit ghost. I'm like, eh, did you? <laughs> um, but I do believe that there are things beyond what we are currently able to perceive. Whether the stories we hear are all legit stories, I have my doubts. Yeah, I'd say I say I do, but I mean, there's no reason not to. I mean, if I'm wrong, what's the worst case scenario? Is <laughs> I'm wrong. I've been wrong a lot. Um, yeah. So I mean, if I'm wrong about it, oh well. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and. Uh, that actually makes me think of, I guess, if ghosts were to exist, that would actually call into question things like religion. Like, it, surely the the proof of the existence of ghosts would then provide evidence for the existence of a soul, which would then lead to, well, maybe that proves the whole idea of there being a god and a heaven and a hell. Yeah. Interesting question. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. And with that, we'll see you next week. <laughs>